this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. The first thing that can tell something about a person is the way they walk. Those who walk fast and confidently hold their head up. They're focused and great problem solvers. If they walk with their head held high, having shoulders back and chest forward, then they're sociable. These people like spending time with others and enjoy the appreciation. They're also easily bored and like the challenge. If a person walks with an average pace and looks relaxed, then they're, well, relaxed. They're calm and tend to focus more on others rather than on themselves. They're also easily influenced. Those who walk with a medium pace but in confident strides are very cooperative and good listeners. They're loyal and a bit dependent on others. Those who walk slowly and keep their head lowered are likely to be introverted and shy. If they cross their arms, then they're probably vulnerable and like to be alone. So here's a trick. If you want to appear confident when you walk in somewhere, especially if it's an important business meeting, always check your body language. To always remember making sure of that, you can use a doorway technique. Use something, for example, a doorway as an anchor. Whenever you walk through a doorway, teach yourself to check your body language. Pay attention if you're walking straight, if you're keeping your head up, or other minor details. Do it every time you walk through any doorway. Later, the doorway will become a natural trigger for you, and you'll automatically correct your posture every time you walk through it. Okay, back to the clues. Pay attention to the way the person is dressed. You probably don't wear something that's not your style or vibe, and neither do other people. People who dress casually are easygoing, value comfort, and prefer to be themselves, not feeling the need to impress anyone. People who wear clothes with colorful patterns are creative and like to express themselves through what they wear. Those who wear designer clothes displaying the logos like to show off and show their status. People who wear their working clothes are workaholics who value themselves mostly through their job and achievements at work. Those who have official style and wear formal clothes are sophisticated and assertive. People who wear sports clothes are confident. Those who wear neutral colors are closed and don't like to draw attention to themselves, preferring to stay in shape. Even the choice of shoes can tell you something. In one study, people were shown photos of people's boots, and they had to describe the personality of the person to whom the pair of footwear belonged to. Surprisingly, the descriptions were pretty accurate. So, people who wear comfortable shoes are agreeable. People whose shoes are new or just in perfect condition are clingy and anxious. Ankle boots lovers are pushy. If a person has a bag, pay attention to how they carry it. If it's in front of their body, kept close, then they're a cautious and shy person. Now, let's turn to the handshake. It's not just a social ritual, but also a way to get the first impression about the person. A dominant handshake is when the person flips their hand over yours with their palm facing down. This is a dominant person trying to show who's the boss here. 
They like to take control over others, don't like to take anyone's opinion into account, and might even be a bit pushy sometimes. A submissive handshake is the opposite position, where the person's palm is facing up and their hand is covered by yours. This means the person isn't confident, and you can easily dominate them if you wish. Another one is a floppy handshake, where the person doesn't really give your hand a shake. It's one-sided, and it appears like it's just you who give them one. This handshake means weakness and indifference. There's also a double-hand handshake. It's when a person uses both their hands, usually placing the second hand on the back of the other person's hand. This type says the person accepts the other person's dominance, but invites them for discussion. It's typical for honest and open people who like to talk things through and have a conversation. However, if the second hand is placed not on the back of the opponent's hand, but on top of it, it's a way of self-defense and reveals the lack of trust. Another way to use the second hand is to touch the opponent. So these people give you a handshake, but also touch your back, forearm, or anything else with their free hand. This displays that the person needs company and lacks communications in their life. Now, we're off to eye contact. While speaking to the person, pay attention to their eyes. People who keep eye contact are open. They're interested in what you're saying and are paying attention to you. Those who constantly break it are rather nervous and uncomfortable. Or they're just shy. Shy people can't keep eye contact for long because they consider it invasive. If the person blinks a lot, it means they're distressed. And if their eyes are squinted, they're suspicious of you and don't trust you much. Pay attention to how the person treats people who work in service, like restaurant and hotel staff, retail and food service. Service staff have to be nice to the customer, but the customer doesn't have to return the attitude. In this case, the customer is in the position of power. So pay attention how they behave when they have that power. Do they choose to be nice, or do they prefer to treat people poorly when they don't have the obligation to be good guys? Power reveals people's true personality. If a person appears to be nice with you, but they're rude with a waiter in a restaurant, they're not a person to be trusted. Overall, how polite the person is is also a good indicator of their identity. Yes, if a person knows and uses words like please and thank you, then they must be a good person who is considerate and empathetic and respects other people. And, well, if they're rude to others, especially to those who have a lower social status, then they're overprivileged and, well, simply rude. Interestingly, the way animals react to a person can also tell a lot about their personality. Animals don't judge anyone by their looks, their way of thinking, or education. So they're way harder to mess up than with people. Animals draw their opinions based on people's vibe, body language, and facial expressions, which are way harder to control. Some believe that animals just have some sixth sense, and they can smell if a person is good or not. So if animals like someone, then it must be a nice person. Pay attention to the person's reading preferences. People who enjoy classics are empathetic and like to get to know others profoundly. Fantasy books lovers are true daydreamers who like to escape reality and are sometimes out of this world. Historical fiction people are perfectionists who pay attention even to minor details. And horror readers are adventurous and always seeking some adrenaline. People who check their smartphones all the time are probably emotionally unstable. Checking the phone is a way for them to up their mood. People who argue all the time, even when there's no valid reason for that, are narcissistic and self-focused. However, if the person argues, but for a reason and carefully picks their arguments, it simply means that they like a good debate. 
If a person eats fast, it might mean they have a high level of anxiety, or they have theater tickets and are running late. Also, pay attention to where a person looks when they're drinking from a cup. Those who look inside the cup are idealistic and introspective people who constantly reflect on their feelings and emotions. People who look out of the cup are usually extroverted, carefree, and trusting, but they can be easily influenced. Some people close their eyes when they drink. This means they're either uncomfortable or just deep in their own thoughts. When people clink glasses, those whose glass is higher have a high self-esteem, and those who place their glasses lower think of themselves worse than they are. People who are highly intelligent tend to have a sloppy handwriting. So if you can't read a note from your colleague or a random person you just met, don't judge them too closely. You might have just made the acquaintance of a genius.